Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, who's back in town again. That's right. Back back ready to talk some NBA hoops. Excellent. Yeah, last week, uh, Mike Zaylin uh, filled in for you. He did an excellent nice. job. We talked to Bob nice. Dorfman. It was a very good show. Bob's a good guy. Yeah, it yeah. was very good. And uh, today's going to be special because we're going to have another guest on who we've had on before. Who yeah, we have? Well, NBA legend Al Adels, who has been involved with the Warriors basketball team at the NBA as a player, coach, and front office member, and now ambassador for going on fifty-seven years. That's that's incredible. Yeah, incredible. All right. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. We're going to be giving away a vacation to the first email with the correct answer. Those vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina. And those vacations are free. Their only request is a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. Check them out at LighthouseResortAndMarina.com. And today's trivia theme is just miscellaneous trivia. I like it. Yeah, got we'll a little bounce bit of, all over the place. Yeah, a little basketball, a little baseball. It's that time favorite. of year. That's you right. know, I love this time of year. You got basketball, baseball, and hockey all going at the same time. Great time of the year. That's true. It's a great time of the year. So we're going to talk some NBA hoops with Al Adels. I'd like to get his thoughts about this team because Al's been watching them. He's at every game. He watches them very closely. He's a huge fan. Obviously, played the game, coached the team to their championship in '75, and. I think you'll have a fun time listening to his insights on this particular team. Does Steve Kerr uh, confer with him at all? I think they do a little bit. I think Al's not as actively involved. He's 80 years old now, so he's not as actively involved on an advisory capacity. But, you know, he's around the organization. He's around the facility. He, you know, knows the players. They know him. Uh, He's the last link, really, to the great teams of the 60s. I mean, I doesn't say last link. There are a lot of other guys that are around like Nate Thurman and Rick yeah. Barry, but they're just not around every day. Al is around not every day, but he's he's right in the area. And yeah, he works for the team. Well I'd like to get his perspective too on how the game has changed. Oh yeah. And how years. it's coming back to being what it used to be. That would be interesting to get. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is yeah, it? Question. Yeah, that, now he'd be qualified to answer I, that. I mean, just the fact that the three-pointer is a big uh, uh, change. In the yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective services to children with hearing and communication difficulties. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Kids, our benefit golf tournament, on Monday, June 6th. Hosted at an exclusive club in San Mateo with lunch, golf, cocktails, and dinner included. Amazing prizes like a new Porsche, Pebble Beach giveaway, and more. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to be able to see clearly again without reading glasses? Make the smart choice with IQ Laser Vision. Offering locations throughout California, Dr. Robert Lin and his staff at IQ Laser Vision have performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures. LASIK is also as affordable as your daily cup of coffee at less than $2 per day. See for yourself at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on the phone? Well, we've got Al Adels, a good friend of ours who has been uh, involved with the Warrior Organization of the NBA uh, since 1959, I believe, as a player, then a coach, and a front office executive and ambassador. He's worn every hat for that organization, and he's at every game, uh, the home games anyway, enjoying this great run that the Warriors have had the last couple of years. Al, we were just talking off, off mic about the recent game that finished off the uh, series with Portland, the second-round series. And for those that don't pay that close attention to the to the Warriors-Portland or weren't paying that close attention, it was just a, a riveting series. The last two games were incredible with the return of Steph Curry and some dramatic comebacks. And, you know, you've watched a lot of basketball. you played a lot of basketball and coached a lot of basketball. Does it get any better than those those two games that we saw those last uh, couple of oh, weeks? It, it really doesn't. And what happens is you, you try not to make – uh, comparisons of other time. 
it, it, the old saying is, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you really have to think in terms of uh, what's going on now, and it's just a pleasure to watch these young guys do what they do. And, uh, it's, just, it's just a great, great, great feeling. Just, you know, I was going to ask you, does, uh, do you confer at all with Steve Kerr? Do you, you know, does he ever ask for your advice? You know what? When you've been around this thing as long as I've been around, you know, you want people to, you know, do what they think is best for them. Now, if they, you know, ask your advice, but you don't want to ever get involved in, in, in what they're doing now. And, and you just, you know, just are happy to see them do what they do. And no, I, you know, I'm just happy to be there and watch them and, uh, and just keep my fingers crossed and hope that they do what they're doing. Sure. I, I guess what I'm getting at is, is does Steve ever ask for uh, some help? No, no. And, and, okay. I, and I'm very, very reluctant to even be okay. involved in things like that because I know how difficult it is. You know, when you start asking for advice, you know, an opinion's like a nose. Yeah, everyone's got one. <laughs> yeah. Told me someone told me that a long, long yeah. time. Yeah. Opinions like a nose. Everybody's got one. Well, and everybody's a, a you know a Monday morning quarterback too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But the, but the great thing Al about Steve is I think I've noticed this with him as opposed to Mark Jackson, who I liked also. But mm-hmm. Mark was much more uh, close to the vest. Steve is one of those guys who will solicit advice from a lot of people. I mean, he really depends on Luke Walton and, and Ron Adams and Jaron Collins. And, you know, he just loves to get feedback from Jerry West. And he's one of those guys who figures, look, I, I, he, he's confident in what he knows what he knows. Yeah. But he also knows that there's a lot of good resources around him. And not that many coaches can, can pull themselves away from that kind of uh, thinking, I know everything and I'm the final say, to allow other people to have, uh, you what know. the problems that I think you face with? Is and I've seen this happen going way back. If if you talk to someone and they give you an opinion, opinions like a nose, everybody has one. So what happens is when someone gives you an opinion and you don't take their advice, they take it personal. Mm. And so you have to be very very careful. Uh, And and you know it's just not an easy thing. And there are certain people that people rely on. And others, they you know they listen to, but they you know I I talked to a very very good friend of mine, Les McCann. I don't know if you know Les, yeah. the great jazz musician. And I yeah, to him today, and he's a he's a huge uh, Warrior fan. And we go way way back to when I was playing and when coaching, and and we talked about the exact same thing that you and I are talking about now. And and and, and he he he, he has advice, <laughs> and I said Les, the one thing I love about you is that you're a good friend. But why are you a player? And he laughed about it. <laughs> what I'm saying is you have to be very, very careful. You know, you listen to people and you do what you but you still have to do what you think is right. Yeah, you know, I, st- I still think, though, and again, this is somebody who's watching on TV versus, you know, being on the court. You know, because we're seeing from a camera angle uh, up, up above versus right. being on the floor, sometimes we can see certain things that, that the the coaches and the players can't necessarily see at the time, and vice versa. Okay, Be- one of the problems that you have is you have to make a decision now. You don't have the you don't have the ability to go back and say we should have done this. We should have done true. This. Yeah, have to do it right now, and and maybe tomorrow you say, well, I should have done this. I should have done that. But you don't have that. You don't have the ability to do that. You have to you know make a split decision right now. Hmm. 
okay, you make a decision on on a substitution. Yeah, exactly. You may go back to the, you know later on and say I should have done this. I should have done. Well, it's too late. <laughs> True. I mean, well, okay. So take last night's uh, game, the final game of the uh, Warrior Portland one, and I'm watching in the very beginning. Bogut seems out of sync. You know, he's uh, fumbling the ball. He's making bad passes, and it's like, you know, at some point you 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 go, come on, Steve, get him out and just let him rest. You know, put a in or, or Spates, get him back in at some point. But you can just kind of see it in his eyes that there's just something that's just not. Uh, he's not running on all cylinders at the time. Okay, but you have to look at bottom line. What's the bottom line? That they win. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The thing I love about Andrew, but Bogut, I want to win on my turn. I know the thing I love about Andrew Bogan, he doesn't. See, he doesn't. And, and, and the, uh, the downside of it is, bottom line, if you lose, you say you should have done this. That's right. Yeah. That's right. See, that's I, get, right. I get the luxury of that. I lo- the thing I love about Andrew Bogan, though, is while we're on the topic of Andrew Bogan, don't have that luxury. Uh-huh. Go back if you lose and say we should have done this. Done that's that. true. Yeah, yeah. And and so consequently, what you have to do is, you, you know. It's a it's a split decision that you have to make, and well, you know I can remember the decisions that I've seen made and I've made where you make a decision on a substitution, and if it works, you say that was a great decision. If it doesn't work, you say I shouldn't have done this, but yeah. you can't go back and change that. Yeah. Well, Al, you're a better you're a better man than I. Go ahead, Bruce. What no, I was just going to say before, I know we got a break coming up here, but. Andrew, you were mentioning Andrew Bogut. Edward was talking about him. And the thing that it, it amazes me about Andrew Bogut, yeah, not very good at, a player in terms of scoring points. He can, you know, with the alley-oops and these short little flip shots. But the thing that he does is he brings a kind of a, a nastiness, an attitude, and an intimidating factor on defense. Well, big presence. Yeah. Yep. And, and that, that, that how big, you know, how important That's is that, Al? Because the Warriors well, well, traditionally well, haven't had let that. Me, let me just cut in on this. Yeah. What is, see, that does not show up in people's minds sometimes. No. That's true. That's but what point. happens is that coach has that ability to see that to what it does yeah. to the team and what it does to what he's trying to do. Well, when the opposition is shooting 38%, then you can say, hey, wait, you know what? There's a reason for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What happens is it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah. So what happens is people will say, well, why, why is that guy still in it? Well, because what he does makes the team a better team mm. that might not show up on the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. And and, and it, it reflects what the players are doing and what they're thinking because of what he does. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah. Now, I'm going I'm to say something that's going to surprise you. Not only did I not play in the NBA, I'm only about 6 feet, 190 pounds, not only did I not play in, 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 uh, in the NBA, I didn't play in college. In fact, I didn't even play in high school. Didn't play in high school. <laughs> well, I, was, I was lucky enough to play freshman ball in college. But, well, but, to go along with what you're saying, there are a lot of people who didn't do that who think. That they know. Yeah. They know what's going on. Know. Yeah, that's very true. It, it's a big difference than being out there on that floor and doing it. And then, you know, I can remember, I can remember people telling you, yeah. you know, I, for instance, I, when I go back home to New Jersey, and my friends would all tell me what I should have done and what I could have done. Oh, gosh, I can imagine. And then they would say things like, because they're my friends, they would say, well, you pass the ball of will too much. And I would say, you know what? When I see your name on my paycheck, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to do exactly what you and, want me to do. And, and you're reminded that Wilt scored 100 points exactly, one night. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. In fact, hey, Al, we've got we to cut to a quick break. One, one last thing I was just going to say is that one thing I can really respect uh, of the coaching staff is a time management of the clock, mm. especially the last couple of minutes and stuff. That, that to me, is so impressive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going to cut to our first commercial break. We're talking miscellaneous trivia here. What major league pitcher holds the record for the most strikeouts in a row? Hmm. Okay, now, I'm not going to. Good question. This is uh, this is before this last week, because okay. I think uh, didn't Scherzer? I know he had twenty, he but had I don't 20. think he had in a row. No. Okay, the first email, the correct answer, is going to win a free three day, two night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email Edward at SportsEcon101.com. The answer to this question. What major league pitcher holds the record for the most strikeouts in a row? That's the question, all right? Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our guest, Al Adels. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our first trivia question. What major league pitcher holds the record for the most strikeouts in a row? Al, do you have an answer on that one? You want to give a, a, give a guess? Well, well, if it wasn't, I hate for the people in the Bay Area to, to think this way, but I was big, growing up in New Jersey, I was a big Brooklyn Dodger fan, and uh, Jackie Robinson, I knew him very well, and uh, Don Newcomb, and people like that. So you, you got to know Jackie Robinson? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Well, absolutely, yeah. What a great experience. Yeah. That must have been. You were just a young man when he was uh, in his prime then, huh? In, in fact, when he was working for Chock Full of Nuts, you know, you had... Uh, Lunch together, and, sweet. But but, but I, um, I was just just a big big Dodger fan. Yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll forgive you for that because <laughs> yeah. we're here in this Bay Area. No, who do you think? You think it's uh... in fact Willie 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 May and I used to talk about this all the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We we had a great time talking about it. But but he, I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I do. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, my dad was a big. My uh, we we were all born in Brooklyn. So my really? dad. Was I did a, not know this. Yeah, my dad was, I was a big. Born in Newark. Oh my gosh! Yeah, big so, which, what's your guess here, Al? Because I'm I'm stumped. I can't. I'll throw. I'm, a, I'm not even going to try. It. I'm going to go with Kerry Wood. No, he also did the twenty. He strikeouts. did the twenty. That's yeah. right. Okay. Was it Sandy Koufax or Bob Gibson? Uh, it was a little. It was nineteen seventy. Seaver? Yes. Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver uh, Tom against terrific. the Padres. Who had... lives in our area, by the way. He's, he, he, really? own, he owns, I believe he owns a winery or has part ownership of a winery up in Napa County. Really? Okay, we'll, yeah. gotta, we'll have to get him yeah. on. He had uh, 10 in a row. Yeah, no, I've got his number. We'll get him on sometime. Okay. Have you ever met Tom Seaver, uh, Al? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Tom, yeah. terrific. Al Adels is joining us. Al is the, in case you don't know yet, that, that's one of those recognizable voices from the from the past because Al was a great coach. The Warriors won their first title on the West Coast when he was coaching. He played for the team for 10 years before that. And since he got out of coaching, he's been involved in the front office and also as a community ambassador. But i got to talk to you a little bit about this. The Warriors, as we speak, we don't know who they're going to play. They could play Oklahoma City. They could play San Antonio. The Warriors beat Oklahoma City four straight. They didn't win convincingly. They won a couple of games. You know, They had to scrap to win, and two of them they did win convincingly. Uh, San Antonio, different story. They won three out of four. The Spurs won one of those games. But uh, I'm wondering, Al, if, if you, as a fan of this team, have a preference as to who the Warriors would play. Would you rather have them play a young, uh, hot Oklahoma City team or a San Antonio team that ha- may have one or two more bullets in that chamber to win another title? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to back up on that. I would say I wouldn't care who we play. If we play the way we think we can play, and are healthy, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, that's a good point. I just think that, you know, uh, because once you start trying to figure out, you know, you would rather play this team than that team, I think it puts you in a bind. Mm. That's a good point because then the, the con- you lose a little bit of that confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. You play yeah. you have to play. Yeah. What, what do you think of, of uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, though? That tandem, they're so much fun to watch. But, yeah. I mean, they're they, they, 
they're terrific. They, and they get all the oh, they get all the publicity, and rightly so. But that that that, that uh, group of supporting players, you know, Adams, Canner and Adams uh, and Deion Waiters, that's some some good talent on that team. Well, what happens is when you get to that point, <laughs> making difference, you have to play your best basketball, and you have to beat the team that you're playing. And I think any time that you favor one team over another. You have to be very, very careful because if you think that way, that other team might step up and beat you. So what you do, okay, we're going to try to play our best basketball and hope that we can beat whoever we're playing. Now, I tell you, now this is one thing I would do as a coach is I would tell my players no trash talking. (laughs) <laughs> because uh, you know, it, well, 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 how many times has that happened? Where you know, well, it, it happened right? with Draymond Green. Doesn't seem to bother. You know, I well, mean, with Draymond Green's a different no, 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 story. I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean trash talking on the court. I'm talking okay. about like pr- predictions ahead of time. Oh, we're going to steamroll over well, these guys. And, and, and Draymond Green, for those that don't remember this, and Al knows this, uh, this last week after the Warriors won a thriller up in Portland to take a commanding three games to one lead, somebody asked him, "Are you going to win this thing? Are you going to close this thing out?" He goes, "Of course, we're going to close it out. I, I, if I didn't feel that way." I shouldn't be out here. And yeah, that wasn't different. taken the wrong way. No, but, that, yeah. that's, that's yep. okay. That's, that's different. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I'm talking about like where you, you know, you talk about getting uh, somebody's uh, this face. Guy, yeah, 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 this guy's not so good. Uh, you know, uh, we're gonna, you don't see that yeah. very often anymore, though, not do you? I don't think you see it as much, do you? Oh, no, see, I was in a different era. We didn't, you know, I mean, when you went to a, a, a series, I mean, I don't know how you can go into a series against Oscar Robinson and trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not going to do much good. <laughs> well, I don't know how. You know, when I was playing with Will, nobody ever trash talked. Oh, we played against Russell. Nobody ever went and said, "Well, you know what? We can beat the." Yeah, yeah. going to build Russell. Yeah, we'll beat those guys. No, no, you didn't think that way. <laughs> no, it's a good way. A good. Way. But I think you know, years later, it became a thing where a lot of guys would do a lot of trash talk. But I guarantee you that in that locker room, somebody would get those guys and pull them aside and say, "Look, let's let how you played." Exactly. Yeah. Do you, yeah. you watch a guy like Steph Curry in the last two games? You know, he comes off of two weeks in activity and lights up the scoreboard in, in game five up in Portland or game four. Let me just cut you yeah, off. Yeah, sure. Just cut you off. Have you ever heard him say anything from the trash talking? No. Never. Zero. That's, I was going to ask you about that. That's, now, well, that's the point yeah. of me. You know, let, let your. Let your Game talk for Game it. talk for you, yeah. No, 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 no let you. But, but you know, um, there there have been some athletes and some some terrific athletes who would do a lot of talking. But sometimes the reason they talk so much is to try to you know try to you know soothe themselves. That's right. Yeah, yeah. psych themselves. Well, and up. it seems like Draymond Green seems to be the only one on the team. It's it's almost like everybody funnels all their energy. Like, let this guy be the guy who kind and of. And that's me. Is that a? Cra- I, I agree. I agree. It's a good yeah. thing, Al. Do you have that? Have that one guy like that? Is that a good thing for a team? Well, it, it depends. I, you know, I, I, for instance, I played with I played with a guy. You you may have heard of. I played with a guy by the name of Nate Thurman. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't ever, he never said anything like that. Yeah. It was a guy, even a guy who was, I was even probably a little closer to because I grew up with a guy named Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Scored 100 points in a game. Never said anything except, I'm going to try to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got 100 points in the game. I think we won that game. <laughs> yeah. It almost what? seems like it was more of a gentleman's game back then. I mean, I know it was still, it was still well, a rough I think it became the big thing. And, and you know, Muhammad Ali. You know, yeah. he was a different, you know, uh, guy. But but when you got to know him, he was a terrific guy. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes you do things because you think that people want you to do this or whatever. But but the one thing 
I do know is when he got in that ring, it didn't make any difference what anybody said. Nobody no. could beat him. But but it's interesting too with with uh, like from a money standpoint, you know, guys who are a little bit more boisterous are uh, yeah. more marketable. But, but sometimes, like Allen Iverson. <laughs> well, well, sometimes those people who are trying to promote you would say things like, "In order for you to do more of this or get more money, you have to be more boisterous." Yeah. Yeah. Other times, the guys don't even you know think that way away from the the situation. Well, like a guy like remember John Olrude? He was hitting four hundred sure. for a long time, but just. Just quiet, mild mannered. Yeah. You know, he's not a marketable guy. Well, then you get a guy like a Deion Sanders who you yeah. know struts off the field and says, "This is my house. I yeah. built this house." Away from the situation, and I can remember situations where people would talk to him in marketing. People say, "You have to do this to build your credibility with with others." Mm. So they would do, it. but when you got to know them away from that, they were the nicest guys you ever want to be. Around. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I got to ask you. You know, you played in a really distinct era where America was changing. The games, right. the pro games, were changing. The money was getting bigger. It hadn't expanded to the point of ridiculous uh, proportions today. But you were getting paid well, but not nearly what you deserved. And and there was a lot more of a tightness, I would think, among the pro athletes. You talked about how you got to, you know, got to know Jackie Robinson, and you met Muhammad Ali. I got the I get the feeling that in your day back in the '60s when you played that pro athletes were probably, when they got together, there was maybe even more brotherhood than there is well, today. Are, are, you, are you talking about from a black-white thing? No, or, I'm talking, just, I'm talking about well, actually athletes. For, uh, athletes in general, but uh, you know, now that you mention it, yeah. because of there was still a lot of exclusion in our country in yeah. the 1960s, that was changing. Yeah. The African-American athletes, I would think, for, uh, formed, and tell me if I'm wrong, Al, a lot of kind of you know unspoken sort of support groups for each other. Well, I think the support was the fact that Away from the floor, guys were a lot closer than people thought they were. Mm. But sometimes those people who were in the marketing area would, would say, you know, you have to be this way to increase ticket sales or marketing oh, yeah. value. Yeah. What happened, guys would say things and then they would go, now I'm going to say this, but I don't really mean it, but. You know, I've been told that I need to do this to try to, you know, raise my marketing value. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it was unfortunate because, you know, I see, I go back to Will and, and, and see, when you knew a pe- person like Will, when you knew him, many people who didn't know him thought he was a different kind of a guy. But he would do things that when you would tell people, they would go, I can't believe he would do that. And hmm. that nice. The nicest guy you ever wanted to be around mm. was Will Chamberlain. Yeah, right? he, he, when I was growing up, he was my basketball hero. Him, I, I actually him, ran him, into Jerry West and Pete, Pete Maravich. I ran into <laughs> Will Chamberlain of all places in when I was ten years old in the San Francisco bus depot. I don't know what the heck I was walking through there, and all of a sudden, this, I'm. Say, how, how did you recognize? Well, no, him? I look up at this enormous <laughs> man, and this giant, <laughs> this giant hand comes down and envelops my head, and he goes. How you doing, little fella? <laughs> and that was my—that's my Will Chamberlain. That's your moment. Will Chamberlain. Okay, yeah. hey guys, uh, we're going to cut to another yeah. commercial break here. Uh, when was the first Naismith 
College Coach of the Year Award uh, first awarded, Al and who was the one. recipient? Al may know this one. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So the, don't, don't say anything yet, Al. <laughs> okay. The first email with the correct answer is going to uh, win a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. When was the first Naismith College Coach of the Year Award first awarded, and who was the recipient? All right? And don't touch that dial. We're on the phone with Al Adels, uh, former Golden State Warrior coach and player. And uh, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. Whitewater rafting is the ultimate team sport, and since 1972, Motherlode River Center has been running river trips from mile to wild on the American River, California's most popular whitewater rafting destination. Motherlode's passion has always been in sharing the beauty, adventure, and cooperative spirit of safely navigating California's rivers. Over 44 years, Motherlode has taken over 280,000 happy guests downriver while maintaining the industry's best safety record. Nestled in the foothills between San Francisco and Tahoe, the Mother Low River Center is California's original white water resort spanning a half a mile of riverfront, with camping options from pitching your own tent to luxury house rentals. The only rafting resort in California with on-site ropes course, Motherlode River Center is ideal for corporate retreats, birthday parties, school field trips, or family getaways. So come take advantage of the best river flow in five years this season at Motherlode River Center. Book your trip today by calling 530-626-4187. See you on the river. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this, so call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. We cut to the second commercial break. We asked this trivia question. When was the first Naismith College Coach of the Year Award first awarded, and who was the recipient? I'm going to guess. Al, tell me if I'm right, because I think you may know this answer. I'm going to guess way back in, like, the 40s. No. No, no, no. A little later than that. 50s? And, and you'll know both uh, coaches. Six, 50s or 60s? In the, in the 80s. The 80s? And for the coach. Naismith co- coach. Really? They, yeah. they didn't have that award until the 80s? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> wow. I w- I okay, never, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Uh, a college he, coach, right? Yeah, college coach. For, oh, like Dean Smith maybe? or No, no this this guy was a little bit more uh, excitable. Oh, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby that's Knight. right. And Pat, yeah, sure. and Pat uh, Summit of uh, yeah, Tennessee. I was going to ask you, uh, Al, have you ever met Bobby Knight and talked with him? Sure, I knew Bobby very well. Yeah. What kind of a guy is he when you when you – get to know him as a person away from you know the he was a lot different than the image that he projected yeah once you got to know him or he got to know you you found out that he was a lot different but but you know the the persona that he had you know as far as media and everything was different than he was as a person I just think he didn't like the media that much. I think he found it. It's kind of well, like Greg Popovich. He sort of feels it's a necessary evil. Well, well, sometimes that's a show too. Yeah, As, you know, and I'm not. I don't know for sure, but Bob, I, you know, I knew Bobby beyond that. Interesting. Uh, you know, he was never the player that uh, a lot of people were, and he was just he was just a different guy. But, yeah. Oh, that's so, no so, question. Good, but a good guy. He was, yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah, yeah he was. So, Al, with all your experience, what what advice would you give uh, some of the younger players coming in the NBA right now? Well, advice is very, very difficult to take. It's, it's easy to give. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm good at giving advice, but I'm never good no, no, at... Uh, yeah. Because what happens is... <laughs> My wife is, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happens is so many people give advice. Like I said, it's easy to give, but it's tough to take. Mm. And so what happens is you have so many outside influences of people. To, in fact, I talked to a very, very good friend of mine, and you may have heard of name, his name was Les McCann. Oh, yeah. Right. We mentioned that, yeah. I, he and I are very, very close. He's a terrific guy and a great basketball fan, and a, he even played, you know, he used to come over to the house. We had a basket out there. He, Is that right? Oh, yeah, but he was a great guy. And we, we talk about this all the time because what happens is, you know, he's a great musician. But if he had his druthers, he would be a, want to be a basketball player. Yeah, gotcha. but, but but I used to say, I'd say, Les, you're a great you're a great musician. Don't worry about basketball. He said, but I can shoot. I said, I know you can shoot. <laughs> but do me a favor. He said, what? Well, I said, keep playing the piano. <laughs> 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 he plays a pretty mean piano too. He still does. Oh to yeah, this, to this day. Like, it's like I talked to him today, and he was yeah. he was he was on a tour somewhere. And yeah. Yeah, I still have dreams of being able to dunk a basketball. I I got to where I could uh, start. I actually I, did. I, did. Well, you? I'm six five, so I should be able to. But I, you know, well, I, 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 well, I used well, to... well, but here's 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 a, here's a, here's a situation with dunking a basketball. Let me ask you a question. You say you had a, you would love to dunk a basketball, right? Y- yes. How many points do you get for dunking a basketball? <laughs> I, I get two unless I get fouled. <laughs> then I get a potential for three. No, it, well, it's more of an athletic thing, obviously. Yeah. You know? How many points do you get? Putting the ball in the basket without dunking. Uh, three points if I'm behind <laughs> the. No, I know what you mean. Two points. I, it's more of just you know an athletic type. Absolutely. Of, like, you know, <laughs> if, if if you're a coach and a guy tries to dunk the basketball and misses, mm. 
Oh, that's embarrassing. Coach Duke, take him out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Next time, just put the ball in. Yeah. Just put it in the hoop. <laughs> that's, what I, you know, that's what I love about today. I think the athletes, Al, tell me if I'm wrong, it seems like the NBA, yeah, there's the three-point arc. It's been around for a while, so that's not like what it was like when you played. But at the same time, it seems like there's a lot more passing, there's a lot more emphasis on defense, and there's a lot less above-the-rim play and more – of the long, you know, Steph Curry has really, let's face it, has revolutionized the game with this well, amazing well, see, but, here, but, here, but here's the difference, I think. Years ago, years ago, the most important thing was to get the ball as close to the basket as you possibly could to get the easiest shot you possibly could. Exactly, your percentage goes up. And, and if you look, and you guys probably are too young to know this, I was old when I was back there. If you look at the shooting percentages, when they came up with the three-point shot, they had the lowest shooting percentage in the history of the NBA. Yeah, yeah that, that would make sense. Yeah. But, well, because because what happened is, the closer you get to the basket, the higher yeah, you sure. But, but with a three-pointer, though, because you get more points, now it starts to kind of balance out a little bit well, more. Well, because guys it? are better shooters yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Like back then, because, you know, there was a... I mean, like, and I go back to my original statement about the guy who I was just a terrific fan of, gotten by Will Chamberlain. But what happened is, see, see, big fella, you get the ball in the post, you put the, you know, the closer you get to the basket, the more points you're going to get, and the more games we're going to win. Oh yeah, yeah. Very simple. But yeah. now, but then all of a sudden, when it came to three point shot, and I see, I go back to when it first came in, the lowest shooting percentage in the history. Of probably the NBA was the first couple of years of three point shot. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. I, I still think they should come up with a four pointer. You know, no, seriously, <laughs> half you know, court shot. Well, maybe not even. No, somewhere it, between hot and half court. You don't. You're not too far away because what yeah. happens yeah. is someone recommended that years ago that you should get. Okay, came up with the three point shot, and then somebody said, "Well, okay, if you have a three point shot, suppose you shoot it further than that, do you have a four point shot?" And then the five-point shot, I said, wait a minute. Well, we can... well, it gets ridiculous at some yeah. point. But, Absolutely. But, but the thing is, the thing I like about the idea of a four-pointer is, I mean, and you've and you got to make it realistic. If it's half half court, hardly anybody's ever going to do it. But if it's somewhere in between, then I think what would happen is, you know, sometimes you get these scores that are getting really pretty close, and if you hit a couple of four-pointers, now, I mean, an eight-point game is not yeah. out of reach. I, I think it's Okay, really, okay yeah. but here's the problem. You just you just made a statement. Come up with a four-pointer. Somebody's going to say, okay, well, if you have a good four-point from here, what about if you throw it from the other side of the line on the other side, come over to five-point, <laughs> the six-point. Ten-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it the way it is. Well, I, I think the three-point line, I, I don't know if you agree well, with me on this, back, but, though. but I think the three-point yeah. thing is, is good in the sense that it adds an element of excitement. Yeah, it's changed. Hey, but, but think about this. Excuse me for cutting you off. Yeah, no. About this. Do you remember when they came with the three-point shot? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the ABA had it, and then the NBA absolutely, actually... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. When it first came out... It was a gimmick. They said it's yeah. a gimmick. It, it was a gimmick, because the ABA needed to have some gimmick. But, but so was uh, so was the two-point play for now football. Now it's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, now it's part of the game. Okay, so it, same thing with football, where they, you know, the extra point was getting so boring, sure. and it was worth only one point. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I like the change that they made. Hey, totally off-topic and... Cha- well, not off-topic. We're talking basketball with Al Adels of the Warriors. Al, I got to ask you about LeBron James and Steph Curry. You know, the, probably the two dominant players in the game today, the two most exciting players. And it was interesting. I heard a quote from LeBron James the other day. He was very deferential to Curry because Curry's the first guy to win back to back MVP awards. And he says, you know, he is the most valuable player. But, dot, 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 
he pointed out that he, and he wasn't saying I'm a better player to my team than Steph is his team, but he was saying that every player is different in the context of what he does for his team. That's true. If you, yeah. if you look at LeBron James and what he does and how he can change a game almost single-handedly, and you look at the way Steph Curry, for instance, against Portland the other night, took over the game, I mean, is it hard to make a comparison between the two well, because I, they're so much different in he, terms of their style of play? Like to make I think it's difficult. Uh, <laughs> you got two distinct yeah, types of players. Yeah. You know, LeBron is such a physically... From a physical standpoint, where Steph does it, not being as big and as strong, but still as important to to your team as what he does, mm-hmm. you got to be very close. See, see, I go with see. You, you you got me at a disadvantage, and my disadvantage is I played will with, I played against will, mm-hmm. and what happened is there was never in my mind any more dominating player physically than Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was one of the strongest men in the world at one point. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what happened is, so you have to give people credit for what they do. And, you know, when you when once you start, it's like trying to make a comparison with apples and oranges. Yeah. It's unfortunate we do that, though. That's a, I think that's a natural human both, thing, don't you? Both, yeah. both good fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Le- LeBron, does LeBron might remind you of any player from your, your era or any other era at all, like a Moses Malone, for I instance? Does Le- LeBron, does he remind you individually of any other player that you can think of, or is he just so from, special? From a physical standpoint and what he's able to do on that floor, no. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I, I go back, and, and I don't like to make comparisons because anytime you make a comparison, the great player that you make the comparison with, if he's second, people say, well, he's not very good. Well, I got I got a couple guys I'm going to name. You tell me if they're not very good. I'm going to name one. A guy named Oscar Robertson. Mm. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, he averaged a, a triple double, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and, a lo- and a lot of them against me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I jokingly say that, but what I'm saying is, once you start making comparisons, and I know you got you have to make comparisons, yeah. but the, the the comparison that should be made. Is which team won the most games? That's yeah. right. I mean, but you know, it's funny because if you think of comparisons, that's kind of what the Hall of Fame is. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's only comparisons. Okay, but 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 I'm talking to two people that I hope that you understand what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Oh, yeah. Well, we do, oh, and yeah. especially it's it is hard because I found it's that such a, years ago is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like someone, let's say, and again, but, but you never know what entails a person to vote for who they vote for. You know, they, for instance, and I, you know, I, I, the two people I've talked to now would not be in this category. But I know people who didn't vote for other people because maybe the guy didn't, you know, didn't give them what they wanted. Oh yeah, yeah well, you're snubbing the media or something. Yeah. But okay, say so someone like let's say Bob Cousy. All right, right. in his day, he fair. was very good. But yeah. today, I don't even think he'd. He, he was a fair player. Yeah. 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 Right. If you believe that, I got a bridge. I want to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. What I'm saying. I mean, he was. He was no, but, but you had to give credit for for when they played. Yeah, different era. When, when Bob played, there wasn't anybody who could do what he could do yeah. on that floor. Yeah. He's kind of like a Curry, wasn't he? In the way he handled yeah. the ball. I mean, the way he he was a magician. He really was. Yeah. But, but I think what you have to do is you have to give people credit for what they did. They did it, and what happened is I, I played against Bob Cousy. Okay. You know, he was older than I was, but then when I came, I played against him. He was terrific when I played him. Okay, now, 
if you start trying to make comparison with Bob Cousy and, and Steph Curry, mm. that's like you know apples and oranges. Sure, both good fruit, but it's the, it's a matter of preference. So, and how can you compare? They played in different eras against different players. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but if you took Bob Cousy and his, and and a, t- a team, okay, you said okay, who's the best? Bob Cousy, blah, 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 like that. Bill can, Russell. Bill yeah, Ru- yeah. Okay, now Bill Russell would still be a dominant player in today. Just I, think, like, I think Bob Cousy would be a dominant player today because yeah. I think if you put him in today, he would have grown up in this era and his athleticism, well, I, he would have learned I, things maybe that he didn't know in those I, days. I think that's very, very difficult to do because huh. that's a matter of preference at that mm. point. Yeah. First of all, it would never happen. <laughs> so you give credit, you know, for instance, you guys might not agree with this, with me on this, but the, you know, an opinion is like a nose. Everybody's got one. I think a guy named Oscar Robinson was at the top of the heap. Yeah, he, see, and, he, and the thing is with... And, and the reason I say that yeah. is because I had to play against him. <laughs> well, no, but I... Okay, so someone like Oscar, yeah, he'd play. He'd do well in any era. Very similar to like Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig, right? They would still be on the team today. I think, I think any great player would be good in any era. I really do. And I think that's a yeah. great statement. Any yeah. great player would be able to play in any era. Yeah, I do. What happens is that we'll, we'll talk football next time with these guys who weighed 190 pounds compared to the well, guys that's, who a, weighed that's a different sport now. That's a different <laughs> it, sport. It is. Well, well I tell, I'll tell you one thing about see, I, I played football, but I but I wasn't on that on that elite level. But I did play, and I, I was a fair player. But what I'm saying is, if you could run 100 yards in 10 flat. Didn't make any difference which area you played. That's, That's true. true. That's a good point. Hey, uh, hey, Al, stay, stay with us for two seconds. We're going to get a quick sure. uh, last break. Okay. Name two players who have played 21 years in the NBA. All right? Oh. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. 
Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Third and final trivia question, name two players who have played 21 years in the NBA. I'm going to guess uh, that Kareem was one of them. What do you think, Al? Who's another Actually, one? Actually, Kareem didn't play 21 no? years. No? No. He may have played 20, but okay. he didn't play 21. Kobe. Well, one of them for sure you know. Kobe? You, no, Kobe no, played 20. Maybe. 20. Well, 21. 20 years. 21. 20 years. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish, right. the Chiefs. Yeah, for four teams. Who was an original? You coached him his rookie year, right, Al? Yeah, right. Oh, for the Warriors, yeah. yeah. Okay, and this is somebody who I, 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 I remember, but I wouldn't have thought of this. And he played for 10 teams. Kevin Willis. Kevin, Kevin Willis. Willis played for 20 yeah, years. Absolutely. He was a good player, too. He was too. a good player. He was yeah. a brilliant player. But, yeah. but if you talk, I mean, see, see I, I played with some guys. And against some guys, and and I can remember one who was probably one of my favorites of all time. And you guys might might have heard of him, maybe not. And they have to be Will Chamberlain. And I can remember he did, he told me something one day at the end of his career. And he told me he said, "Al, he said I got to the point where." Oops. Whoop. We lost it. Oh, you know more oh, <laughs> than anybody when it's time to go. You know yeah, more yeah. than anybody when it's time uh, to all go. All right, Al, that, uh, that's a, that's good, a way good way to, to end the show. Because uh, we got to go. <laughs> because we got to go. Al Adels, thank you very much for joining us. That was us. fun. Okay, so here's, here's our thoughts for the day. Sam Sneed said, thinking instead of acting is the number one golf disease. Oh, yeah. I bet that's true in basketball, too. Oh, yeah, I bet. And Connie Mack, we all remember him, sure. said, sure. I, ge- I guess more players lick themselves that have ever been ever licked by an imposing team. They've, they've licked themselves. Oh, okay. It seems it's kind that's of weird the way it's written that are yeah. licked by opposing teams. Basically, you're doing it to yourself. And when you said licked, I, I, I know. had this vision <laughs> of a guy licking his hands No, or no, no. He no. goes, yeah, the, the, the first thing any man know, has to know is how to handle himself. Okay. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown, and we'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. 